Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Debate Podcast, episode number five, discussing topics in Android every single week. I am, of course, your host, Joshua Vergar from Android Authority. What's going on, everybody? And I'm joined by our regular panel of co-hosts. We have Joseph Indy, Andrew Grush, and Jonathan Feist. How's it going, all you guys? Hello, Internet. Hey. Good, thank you. All right, cool. So, uh, as always, the Friday Debate Podcast discusses topics in Android every week, and this week we're going to be talking about Sony. But before we jump into our topic, I want to remind everybody, especially our viewers on the YouTube channel, that you can find the Friday Debate Podcast on all of the different podcast channels, from iTunes to Stitcher to Pocket Cast. So make sure you head on over there. And like I mentioned at the end of our episode last week, we did actually rank on the top 100 of the Pocket Cast Network. So thank you guys so much for putting us up there and don't forget to keep listening and also to review on the different networks that allow you to that ups our visibility and we would love to see what you guys think of our podcast but nonetheless uh we're gonna go ahead and just jump right into what we have this week like i said we're talking about sony and if you've been following our website over the last couple days you probably heard a little bit of interesting news from them but our topic will explain that so here we go Earlier this week, Sony announced that its corporate strategy for 2015 to 2017 involves taking less risk when it comes to TV and mobile, with the company instead electing to focus most of its attention on areas that it thinks there is room for real growth, like the PlayStation platform, woo, <laughs> image sensors for mobile and camera, as well as its entertainment business. The bottom line, it seems Sony has lost faith in mobile. What went wrong? What can they do to turn things around? Or are they better off cutting their losses and selling their mobile division just like they did with their Vio PC division early last year? All right, I'm going to open up the panel right now. I want to talk first about what went wrong with Sony. And why don't we start off with uh, if you're a fan of the Sony smartphones, and then you can talk, you can dive into what what, uh, what, what, you, what you think went wrong with the mobile division over at Sony. Any of you guys can go ahead and start. Hello. Uh, uh, I, I'll. I'll uh, I guess I'll start there. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was waiting for somebody else to go first. Um, I don't know if I'm a fan of Sony phones because I've never had one. I've seen a few of them. Uh, a friend of mine just got the uh, the Z3 C or whatever, the small one. Which one was that? Ah, the small one, the Z3. I, oh, the compact, right? You're talking about the compact? Yeah, compact. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, the compact one. So I, I got to take a look at that for a little bit. And like, I like the aesthetic. I like the way that they look. And, you know, they're high-end phones with decent specs. Um, but I think that the big problem is lack of availability. Um, I, we've discussed this before on this podcast. I, I'm almost dead sure of it. But, yeah, um, yeah you know, you, you can't find a, a consistent Sony experience uh across the whole world like you can with you know a galaxy device or you know htc's been doing it a lot more with their htc one series devices and you know you don't see that kind of uh uh omnipresence with sony and i think that that's their biggest problem with with mobile is they're just they're not in enough places to make a big enough of a lasting impact you know what i mean yeah well i mean the the the, the fact that Sony isn't necessarily a wide-reaching company is kind of an oxymoron when you talk about a huge company like it. And I guess the mobile division is one of the few places that they have that problem. But from what I can tell, and I have, and we did mention availability before on this podcast, uh, and I think at that time I mentioned that Sony seems to have a big foothold in places like Europe and Canada. But if they're not making money in those places, I don't know, maybe they're actually not selling in Europe and Canada. That's something that seems like a bit of an anomaly to me. But uh, why don't we jump over to either Andrew or Jonathan. Either of you guys uh, want to give your thoughts on what kind of went wrong with Sony's mobile division? Sure. Okay, so uh, as far as what went wrong, there's a lot of factors. I mean, it's easy to say that the whole twice-a-year phone 
you know, that they do, they do two flagships a year, definitely contributed. And I think that's true. Uh, let's see, there's uh, the fact that the Z3 wasn't really much different than the Z2 at all. Probably didn't help. Um, and then obviously we've talked, we've talked more than once about, you know, limited availability, particularly in the, the Western markets like the United States. Uh, but you know, I think those are all valid points and I think they contributed, but I think it's more complicated than that. I think that, uh, Sony was slow to get really into the smartphone game. I mean, they've been here since the beginning, don't get me wrong, but as far as truly innovating and bringing us something wonderful, I mean, even like, uh, display, the display technology, I mean, Correct me if I'm wrong, but their display technology was pretty awful for a long time, right? Yeah, I think the... the I mean, the, the viewing angles and... Yeah, know, it had exactly. A lot of I, I remember those very well. The early Xperia phones, they... When was it that they addressed it? Was it Z2, Josh? Yeah, the Z2. It was definitely the Z2. Yeah, the Z2. And so, I mean, it's just it's just little stuff like that. It's like, Sony's product looks good. Um, I have... I, I don't have... I do not own a Sony mobile device. I've never owned... a a Sony smartphone, but uh, I have a friend who has the Z2 and I think it's a solid handset and I've seen others many times and uh, I, I like their the form factor. I think it's a little boring. I mean, it's in a way, I mean, it's a square. It has sharp, <laughs> sharp angles um, and uh, I think that the design has gotten a little better with the Z3 and it's, it's slowly evolved, but it's been a little boring in my opinion and I think that probably doesn't help. But uh, bottom line, I think it's just the fact that they haven't been aggressive enough. Uh, they haven't, you know, even their software. I mean, we, we can definitely say that it's awesome that they don't add a lot of bloat and that's, you know, one of their positives, but at the same time, I haven't used it a lot. So you can probably speak on this a little better, Josh, but is there anything like super amazing about their software either though? Well, from their, I, mean, I know they have some, yeah, I mean, their, their software tends to not focus on flash as much as the rest, which was always a plus to me. And I always thought that, you know, people should be flocking to these Sony phones because they, they, they don't sort of punch you in the face with all of their features the way that say a Samsung or an LG phone might try to sometimes. And, um, I don't know. Like, uh, while the look of look and feel of the actual operating system itself could use a refresh, the way that Android used to when it went from mm -hmm. ICS to freaking Jelly Bean um, and to KitKat after that, like, uh, I, I do think that the Sony phones. I I kind of disagree with you, Andrew. I don't think that their phones are are boring. I actually think they're some of the best made phones that are out there. Well, they're they're super super solid. I mean, they are. They're they're. I've always kind of thought, and not just in uh, phones, but just in general, I've always kind of thought of. Uh, and some people might take this negatively, but I don't mean it negatively. They're kind of the Apple of non-iOS and Mac world. Uh, when it came to their PCs, when it came to everything, they always had kind of that, you know, style that stood out that was just, you know, they had the durability, they had a, a sleekness. And I'm not an Apple fan, but <laughs> I admit that Apple has good aesthetics uh, to a point. Um, and uh, I think that uh, Sony is kind of the, it was the Windows world and the... Uh, Android's world version of that in a way. And so I'm not saying they're ugly or anything. I just think that uh, there hasn't been enough change in their the design link, which I guess was more my point. Well, is that you know? what, well, right before we did this call, we did sort of uh, discuss what our topic was going to be like, how we were going to go through it. And you mentioned, uh -huh. Andrew, that um, you didn't think that Sony evolved or they were very slow to evolve in the mobile space. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Was it really just in terms of aesthetics and design or did you have even more like underneath the surface to to comment on? Well, I mean, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Uh, I just think that, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to say that I've used tons of their older. I mean, I, I've used like a, 
what was the Xperia Play the on Verizon that was the play, had the PlayStation control? I've used some of the older ones, but um, as far as like the Ericsons and stuff, I, I don't have a huge amount of familiarity other than just seeing them and passing from other people. But it just seems like Sony Sony missed the boat in some ways. I mean, just, I just feel like uh, you know, I wonder, and this is speculation, but when it comes to like software, yes, it's good to have, you know. There tends to be two camps, people who like stock Android and people who actually legitimately enjoy the extra features that you get from, you know, Sense and TouchWiz. The thing about uh, Sony, though, is they don't have a lot of bloat, but their aesthetics are still different than stock, too. So it doesn't really, I don't know, does it really appeal to the stock crowd um, or the people who want lots of features? It kind of doesn't hit either side. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> and right. so that's one thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I just, I mean, I, I really, yeah, I think that a lot of it just had to do with the fact that uh, as far as aggressive new technologies, um, Sony's been more tepid about it. I mean, it hasn't been huge pushes forward, in my opinion. And that's just my opinion. Okay. All right, let's move on over to Feisty. Uh, Feisty, your thoughts on Sony and what might have gone wrong with their mobile division? Is there anything left to say after Greshi? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, you know, I can only echo and jump off of that. Uh, you know, obviously there's availability issues, uh, there's uh, pricing issues, I'll get into that in a second, but there's that design. Uh, now, we were talking about HTC and, and Samsungs and stuff for the world a few podcasts back. Uh, you know, we were talking about them, you know, they're innovating their, the actual design of their devices. They're, you know, they're going out there, curved displays, all this kind of stuff. And uh, at that time, we, we kind of applauded Sony for just sticking with it they've got a design that they ultimately they haven't changed it much in the last few and you know we praised them then but i, I would have to say on the flip side right now it, it's that's part of their you know part of their down uh using the word downfall loosely here but uh and, and this again was what grushy was saying was uh you know they haven't done anything extreme exactly. they haven't you know they haven't jumped off any cliffs for us and, and yeah, you know, that's got to hurt them just a little bit. Well, but but um, isn't there but for me? I think one of the big things is is the price tag. Oh, okay. You know, when this uh, certainly in the Uni- in the United States, uh, this thing comes out. I look at it. You know, great phone. I'd love to get one. Uh, it's a little bit too expensive. A few months later, six months, a year, whatever the price drops. Hey, uh, no, still too expensive. Maybe there's one more price drop, but you know what? Still can't afford it. And, and then by it's that gone. point, there's been uh, three other. Experiences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's more phones out, or it just disappears. Inventory's done. That's it. It's gone. So by the time you know it becomes affordable for a lot of people, it it's done. It's gone. Mm. Well, I mean, uh, before before we get into um, the question that I had in mind, uh, I, I did want to sort of do a little bit of explanation. The the the, the idea of releasing a phone every six months, I almost said two months, that would have been insane. <laughs> the, the, the idea of putting out a phone every six months is actually a very, at the risk of sounding a little bit uh, a little bit odd here, it's a very Japanese way of business. And uh, you have constant uh, updates. Uh, every time there might be even just a little bit, like maybe just an inch forward even, uh, when it comes to a product, um, they find a way to justify to put it out. It's something that a lot of the companies happen to do in Japan that are from Japan. And mm-hmm. it's a bit of a weird notion to a lot of us Western users who are used to like every year or so. And But the thing is, the, even the 
smartphone industry itself, and this is just my opinion, has made it so that we don't necessarily have phones for a long time anymore. We actually have to plan out to have a new phone every single year. They have put that in our minds where back in the day, we might have had a phone for maybe two, maybe two and a half years because those were how long our contracts used to be before even any upgrades were a part of the deal. Um, but aside from all of that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is, Feisty, isn't there a market though for people who want maybe going back to basics? Isn't that not what Sony has been able to do with their phones as of late to sort of create a very solid, like Andrew said, an attractive phone that doesn't necessarily have to have all the bells and whistles that people, for the most part, may not really flock to? Yes, for the most part. But I wonder if advertising hurts that. Hmm. Um, I looked at, you know, followed along, obviously, the, the Xperia Z3 release. And, you know, what I was seeing was lots of stuff on their triluminous display. And, uh, you know, they promoted that. And, you know, regular consumer, I'm assuming, they don't care what the display is made out of as long as it works. Uh, and then uh, some of the other things they focused on, uh, forgive me, I forget the name of it, uh, but their camera software where it superimposes, you know, jungle scenes or, you know, that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah the, that's really the AR, cool, yeah. but, uh, you know, I don't think the average Android user really, uh, they might really enjoy having it, but that's not, so to speak, a selling point of the phone. So promoting all of that stuff, I think... <clears throat> Uh, you mentioned the the Japanese market. Maybe it works excellent there, and uh, uh, people who are used to you know the, all the hype around the Hello Kitties of the world. <laughs> I, I assume there's that benefit. Uh, you know, I'm not down downplaying any of this. I'm just <laughs> stating facts. Uh, speaking for myself, I, I don't care if there's a cute character on the front of the box or not. I'm looking at the spec sheet. Well, it's fun it's funny you mentioned that because yeah. for the record, Sony hasn't actually been the company to really do that too often. From at no. least from my experience over the last year or so, it's really been like LG that does that. They yeah, that they bring in the sponsorships from all of these like uh, super cartoony characters, and they're the ones who made that one phone that it, it, it goes into a sleeve that has a face on it, and then you can like pop it up yes. and it says <laughs> hello. It says hello to you or something like. <laughs> I just had like an image in my head of like them getting like because you know they are like Japanese coming getting like a, like an anime character like Ash Ketchum from Pokemon like I choose you LG like <laughs> I would never um, buy an LG phone again that's just so sad. <laughs> Sorry, I do have I was... to I do have to mention uh, that uh, and it'd be awesome in a way if he was here but uh, Matthew Benson is one of our writers uh, he lives in Japan he's lived there for like eight years i believe uh something along that line and actually he was talking about sony the other day and even in their home market i think that they're losing a little bit of of interest though you know because he was talking about how he doesn't see as many sony's as he used to mm. and uh, that's just one man's perspective obviously but you know we were kind of talking about that and he said that you could see that even at home sony is hurting in the mobile division it's not just the western markets Okay, well, you mentioned that even at home, they might be losing a little bit of their foothold. Um, what, what exactly do you think would have been uh, the reason why? And, and I know we were going around um, talking about the fact that they may not have evolved, they don't have much availability, but is Sony basically, here's my question, is, is Sony basically the old, man in the, the old man in the market that's starting to be bogged down by all these hip new companies that are coming out, like the, the OnePlus Ones of the world, or are they, getting, are they getting inundated with people like Samsung and LG putting out like nine different versions of their flagship phone? Um, you know, 
I don't think I would look at it as like an old man in a young man's world kind of thing. I would look at it as like the the kid who can't swim at the swim party. Like, you know, it, Sony has had like one foot in the pool and one foot out of the pool for all these years now. Where they're like, yeah, you know what? We're going to make this huge, awesome flagship phone. But then we're not really going to do a lot with it. You know, we're not going to make it overly available. We're going to make it super expensive. And, you know, we're going to see how long this obviously winning strategy holds out. And, you know, while Samsung and, you know, HTC and, you know, even HTC is losing all, you know, they were losing all that money for so long. Even they were like, you know what? Screw this. I'm jumping all the way into the pool. Let's do the HTC One M7. Let's release HTC Zoe to the Google Play Store. Let's do some good stuff with our mobile, you know, and release the, the one. Because uh, before the HTC One M7, HTC had the exact same problem where they didn't have phones available on all the carriers. It wasn't the same phone. It was like the HTC, um, uh, it was HTC One, like. MX or something like that on AT&T and then it was the Evo LTE on Sprint and then it was like uh, the, the sensation on T-Mobile. It was They were all over the place with this stuff and then they buckled down and said, no, we're going to do this right. HTC One on every carrier, HTC One worldwide and now that's a brand that they're building on and uh, Sony already has the brand to build on but they don't, you know, they're just they're one foot in the pool and one foot out of the pool like, you know, we, we want it but no, we, no, we don't. Yeah, you know, we kind of, no, you know, we don't and now they're like, you know what? No, we don't. We're going to get out of the pool now. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but uh, something else I wanted to bring up real quick is uh, they've also, they've had like a lot of potential to do that flashy stuff that Grushy was talking about earlier because um, they, they did the uh, the PlayStation thing on phones, right? Like the PlayStation store on phones. And like, you know, they, they were like, oh, we're going to do great things. We're going to let you stream old PlayStation games to your phone like like you can with the uh, PS Vita and the PSP, like where you can get old games and play them on your phone. And then that never happened. And, you know, there was supposed to be – I remember seeing a demo at one point of someone playing The Last of Us on uh, on a phone. Well, that might have been remote you know, play from yeah the, yeah. the remote play and yeah. whatever became of that like that never it came to fruition. <laughs> I mean, it's not as it's not like uh, Nvidia Shield is doing with their grid, where they're making you know like lots of big name games. It's available right now, you know. Well, that might be true, but the thing is, the grid is a streaming service. While the remote play requires you to have a PlayStation Four, which I do, and I will say, remote play is pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> oh, in that case, I was not talking about remote play. I was talking uh, about okay. something else. Uh, but, but um, yeah, but, the, the PlayStation Store on Android has largely been sort of swept under the rug. At least from what I could tell from the from from the last two iterations of Xperia, you don't really get any games that you would recognize from PlayStation on there. You kind of get offshoot Android games that you would find at the fifth page of the games page on the Play Store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that, they didn't pay attention to this feature, and now it's a piece of junk, and they wasted a bunch of money and time on it. And I'm sure that's something that was in that business meeting. Like, you know what, the place, you know, we, we're not doing anything with this store that we have on Android. Let's just shut down the mobile division. But uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about really, really quick, I'm sorry, guys. No, no, uh, go for it. Was Walkman. How the hell have they not been cashing in on that... I mean, that's something that old people and young people, like from, you know, 15 year old hipsters to 60 year old, everybody knows the Walkman name. And what do they do with it? They had this huge opportunity. The, the Sony Walkman smartphone, instantly recognizable worldwide. What do they do? They make it a freaking music app and it doesn't do anything important. Yeah. That's what the Sony Walkman app is. Like, they could have done so much with it because, you know, they just partnered with uh, Spotify, right? Uh, for their PlayStation music mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Why not call that like, you know, Sony Walkman Music Service and put it on the phones too? 
and like give people something to like, like, like Grushy said, you know, there was no wow factor there. And that's all of their attempts to create a wow factor were just so mild and tame and not wowy at all. So that's, that's something else I think probably contributed to it too, is just, you know, like they have these awesome names and these PlayStation Walkman. And what do they do? You know, when they try to bring it to mobile, they screwed it up Royal and now it all sucks. <laughs> Hashtag wowie. That's what we're going to use sometimes in the future. <laughs> uh, Grutchy, didn't you guys, when we all, when we all went to CES, didn't you guys get a look at a Walkman iteration when you were at the Sony booth? Yeah, there is a Walkman. Uh, it's like a thousand dollars. Um, what? It's, yeah, it's, what? it's like a thousand dollars. Uh, it has some, uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but it has like a really advanced, like audio quality that makes it like super awesome. Uh, is, is all I know. I don't know. You know, I'm not super into sound that way. I know basic stuff. All I know Hashtag is that wowie. Have... Yeah. <laughs> um, give the basic idea of that guy is that, uh, it can play 192 kilobit flat files. So a high res audio. Oh, Thank okay. You. So nothing Thank for you like, for, nothing for like the general Thank you for retaining concern. information. Because <laughs> I did not. I remember writing about. Well, you wrote about it. That's why. <laughs> I got to write about it. Yeah, you I got to see it. it. I, I got to it write up. about it. Yeah, yeah, I just looked it up. You, the guy you know who wrote about the it. The guy who saw it's just like okay, and then well, Feist. I saw it. I mean, you, you know, you know how CES is. I mean, for those who haven't been there, obviously, are all most of our audience or all of our audience. I mean, it's so crazy. You have so much going on. You. You don't have time to like fully absorb things. You just oh, kind of yeah, yeah, get yeah. like the highlights. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know. Uh, okay. Um, well, so there is a Walkman iteration, but I guess they're, they're they're making it more of like a boutique brand in a way. Like, yeah, it is. It's supposed to be the best of the music experience, like he said. You know, and it's cool, but uh, I don't see it. Anyone paying? It's twelve hundred dollars. I just looked it up. Ugh. Who's gonna buy that? <laughs> and it has jelly bean. Just, just, just saying. Just oh saying. my god! <laughs> <laughs> just like saying. Those I know that's not Lamborghini phones. You guys remember those it's, Lamborghini phones? They're like twenty-two thousand dollars phones. Runs gingerbread like mother effort. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen and held the uh, Darcy and I when we went to China a few weeks ago. I, we actually went to one of the electronic stores in the airport, and they had the Lamborghini phone right there, <laughs> and. I held it in my hand. I don't want to hold it anymore. Like it's 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 a weird looking phone. Like they they put way too much into it. Anyway, okay. Um, I love that we brought up Walkman because I actually want to put this question out there. And uh, we re- I already mentioned that I was going to ask this question. So Joe uh, like moaned for a second or groaned for a second for a second. They're like, oh, I'm not going to have too much to say about. It. So I'll let you answer it first. What Sony products do you have? Like if we're we're going way past mobile now, Sony is a huge company that has their foot in so many different doors. Uh, there's got to be at least one kind of Sony device in, in our houses or that we use. And apparently Joe may not have one. Is that true? Yeah, he does. <laughs> not, not a damn one. You, you do. You do, I Joe. Do? What, are you, what are you thinking? PSP, what? buddy. Your PSP. Oh, yeah, that's right. The PSP. That's right. I have a used PSP from yeah. 2005. That's the last It still Sony counts. Purchase. It counts. You're right. <laughs> I, I apologize. I, I have one Sony device, Josh. It okay. is a PSP. It is green. When's the, la- when's the last time that's you, it. When's the last time you played that thing? Dude, like three days Recently. ago. Well, really? What are you playing on your PSP? Uh, Final Fantasy Nine, dude. Like I've been trying to beat it, but the last boss is cheap and stupid. So I <laughs> kind of put it down. Apparently, I know what Sony products that that you have and you don't. I didn't. I, I don't even like think of PSP as a Sony product. Like it's, I think that's part of the problem is that they and you know not to go back for where we're at, but you know I was talking about Wow Factor, and then you mentioned uh, pl- the PlayStation brand. I just feel yes. like 
they kind of stepped their toes into all of these things, but they didn't go far enough. I mean, what, what's Josh? Uh, you probably know that. What's the name of the streaming service that they have on the PS4 and stuff? And I think now on the Vita too. I haven't uploaded the update, but uh, the streaming service they have now for like PS3 games and stuff. Well, it's pretty much from the PlayStation Store, and and there's I think, a specific name for it though. Isn't was there? it PlayStation Now? Not. Is that the one? Yeah, uh, maybe. Or Plus, um, or Plus. Like it could be that. Yeah, one it's too. it's anyway. I'm not exactly. What you guys are talking about is what I was talking about earlier when you guys thought I was talking about remote play. Yeah, it should be. I agree with you. I was talking about that. What you're talking about now is what I was talking about. Yeah, leveraging leveraging that on mobile would be a huge deal, a huge win. Uh, That's the kind of thing I'm kind of talking about. Sony's been very, you know, you were talking before the show uh, about Sony, and Sony's been super progressive over the years. I mean, it's not like they've always been this way. Uh, I mean, Walkmans, I mean... Betamax, which obviously didn't succeed, but you know, <laughs> still progressive. Uh, Hell, you know, Betamax, Betamax was PSP. awesome, man. Betamax was better than VHS. I'm just saying that now. I'm sorry, VHS sucked. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, on to point. Uh, you know, they have all these great technologies, but for some reason, they just when it came to mobile, they didn't get aggressive enough with it. Well, uh, see, that's the reason why I think of Sony as the old man in the young person's game, because they came into this this industry where we pretty much knew what we were going to get. Uh, you know, In smartphones, you're going to get a good processor, or in a flagship, that mm-hmm. is. You're going to get a good processor. You're going to get a particular screen. You should have a good camera experience. And Sony has been doing that for a long time in the feature phone category with their Sony Ericsson's, which I yep. freaking loved. But once they jumped into smartphones, it was kind of already established. Meanwhile, in all these other markets that they have, like Betamax, DVD, Blu-ray, PlayStation, they were pioneers because they thought outs- they, they thought outside the box and fulfilled a need that people wanted that wasn't there yet. That's why I think they are the old man in the young person's game because the smartphone industry has been established for a while now, and Sony just gives us exactly what they know we need, but maybe they don't go too far, and I don't know. To me, that's a benefit. Like I, I would look to Sony as the brand that I go to when I just want the essentials, a micro SD card slot, really good build quality, a nice screen, especially after they enhanced it, and a really good processor. But I don't know. Maybe our users really need something flashy, like you were saying earlier. Well, you you know, get, I have a quick question for you guys real quick. Uh-huh. Um, like when you look at all of the other th- places they compete... You know, who were their competitors? Like, you know, you look at the PlayStation brand. Who are their major console competitors? Like, what, Nintendo and Xbox, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you look at, um, you know, like, uh, Betamax and DVD and Blu-ray and all that stuff. Who was their big competitor? Like, can you guys name their competitors in, the, in those other areas where they excelled a whole bunch? Uh, LaserDisc. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And then, like, you know, you look at their competitors in the smartphone world and in the uh, laptop world, because I know, Josh, you wanted to transition to this eventually. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you look at the, the Sony uh, Vio and then, like, their mo- Who are their competitors here? Like, freaking everybody. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, like, on, the, on the laptop side, you got, like, Dell and Alienware and uh, Asus, uh, Asus, and then Asus ROG, which is, like, a whole different thing that they do. And then smartphones, Samsung, HTC, you know, LG, uh, whoever, whatever Google's doing with whoever they're doing it with. You know, Asus, you know, they have a whole bunch of competition. You guys think it's, like, it could be likely that, uh, like, the, the market is progressing too fast for them to have an original idea and move through. Because, you know, you look at, like, you know, the Walkman brand that they tried to bring. That could have been seriously revolutionary. But then, you know, other companies beat them to it. And then, you know, you look at, you know, the PlayStation streaming and then, you know, NVIDIA kind of beat them to it with Grid. You know, it's like, 
a, do you think the combination could be moving too fast as opposed to them being too timid? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think there are too met. There's too much competition, and I think that I think that was my main point. I mean, maybe my old man analogy wasn't necessarily correct when I was trying to describe it, but that's exactly what you're saying right now is exactly what I'm thinking. You know, they're in a market that has already been so inundated with all of these other companies that they just can't really stay afloat. And now I'm back yeah, to but, Joe's analogy. Um, <laughs> but you know, we uh, one thing we're not even thinking about is. Why? I mean, think about it. Why? Why? Why did they let it get there? Sony was a king. Uh, why was if they would have entered early, like back during the HTC, you know, the the G one era and stuff, you know, uh, they could have they could have you know ran the show. Uh, why didn't they? Uh, and Speed. I think it comes. Well, I think it comes down to the fact that you guys, we were talking about all these great things that they've done and all these innovative things they've done. Sony's everywhere. They have. Compared to even some of these other companies, yeah, don't get me wrong, Samsung does a lot of stuff too, but Sony has done so much. Were they really, was was mobile an afterthought? I think that's what it comes down to. Hmm. Uh, it was an afterthought, I think. I think, and by the time they realized that it shouldn't be an afterthought, I think it was too late, you know? Hmm. Which is kind of my, you know, me going back to the whole, I thought they were slow to evolve. I think that's really what I was trying to get, and I couldn't think of it at the time. Is that they were they were slow to evolve in mobile, but not elsewhere. And the reason was because they were focused on elsewhere. They were focused on you know the PlayStation brand. They were focused on expanding the Bravia you know lines for the for monitors and you know televisions. And I think that they they didn't realize the potential of mobile maybe until it was too late. You know that's just a speculation, but uh, if you think about it, it would make sense. And you know once you get behind, it's hard to catch up. Yeah, and, and their uh, early phones were not that good either. Like the, no, it was like well, the same thing that, you know, that like early, um, pretty much anybody else, you know, just bad hardware, not really good software. And then they finally came out with the Xperia brand, like what, just a few years ago. Yeah. Mm. After, after smartphones, like Josh said, had become a thing. Did, yeah, um, it's just... Joe, did you have those classic Sony phones from back in the day, the Ericsson's? No, it was one of those things. I always wanted one because the design was always really nice, but again, they were never on the carrier I was on. So I never oh, got to try it. one. Okay. But I mean, I, I remember the specs weren't that good. Um, I remember like they were being compared at the same levels, like the old LG Optimus phones before yeah. they started, you know, before they did the G thing where it was like mid range, low range, you know, like mid range specs, you know, regular prices. But I, I don't remember like them ever being like considered along with like the HTC Evo 4G or the, uh, or the Moto Droid or, you know, those other big name phones i don't remember sony ever being a part of that conversation but i do remember sony being there somewhere hmm. okay uh, you know speaking of classic sony yeah go for it um i may have not had uh an ericsson you know i told you i didn't get into their phones you know what i did have though and i wonder if any of you i'm a little bit older but not a lot older than you i wonder if any of you else had it uh, a sony clie i remember the clie yeah i had a clie um i think the model was I don't even remember. It's been a while. Uh, it ran on Palm OS uh, 3.5, I think, originally. So it was like 2001. I think it was the T-Series. That sounds right to me. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, and I thought they were great back then, you know, and it's... Sony's done almost... Everything Sony's done has been... I've been a huge Sony fan for a long time, but, you know, we were talking about how much Sony products you own. Uh, I really own very little now outside of the PlayStation brand. I own nothing outside of PlayStation. Really now? Okay. And I used to. I used to have Sony TVs everywhere. I used to have... I don't know. I think Sony's kind of faded from my mind. There's just so many other options now. 
Yeah, see there. You that, that, that's what we're going to keep coming back to. Um, I want to hear from Feisty. Like, what 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 Sony products do you have? Because okay, the reason that I wanted to go through all of this is because we're going to see where they have successes in other fields, and maybe a little bit later we'll see if they can apply that to the mobile space. So we'll pontificate on that. But Feisty, um, how much Sony do you have in your house? Uh, well, just like the other guys, uh, but talking about the Sony devices in my house is is a trip down memory lane. I've, yeah, I, I have, have a Sony ones. VCR. It's a great VCR. Oh, it's 15 man. years old. It still works wonderfully. <laughs> Wait, are you still using it today? Like, well, you know, it, it turns on once a year just for the sake of turning it on to see if it still works. But, but yes, it's still hooked up. <laughs> it's my clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can, but I can never figure out how to set it. <laughs> once a year, I try and set it. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean. I just imagine like Feisty's living room in the middle of the night, just a blinking midnight clock. Like, blink, blink, blink. <laughs> it's part of the setup. I'm too lazy to a, take it out. While you're talking about Sony, you know, I have a, I have a Betamax player, but it's not hooked up. But I do have it in a box somewhere in my basement. Nice. Yeah, there it's you go. Uh, well, hook it up and let us know how it goes. I, I'm sure it might work. I don't know. I haven't used it in like. Wasn't the know, wasn't the controller like wired to the thing? Or, or For my the thing? old ones? Yeah. yeah, some of them were, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I can't remember. I think mine's... I haven't brought it out in so long. Um, I do have a V... Uh, you know, I'm not the, he's not the only one. I do have a VCR still. I just don't use it. It's in the basement. <laughs> and it is, hooked, it is hooked up to my basement TV, though. Oh, there you go. But yeah, go ahead, Faisy. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, so I mean, going back... Uh, Sony was really... Uh, and, and this goes to our previous question as well. Kind of what went, went wrong and... And how things are coming along, you know. When I was growing up, Sony was the company to beat. You know, if you wanted to, the best products, the most premium devices out there, you sought for Sony. And you know, I got up into my teenage years, later in the teenage years, early twenties, when I started working, have some real money to start spending on on you know whatever I wanted. I went stereo shopping, TV shopping, car stereo shopping, you know, phone shopping, all of these things. And, you know, I touched each of these Sony devices because, and that was my first stop because, you know, that's the way to go. You get Sony, that's the best. And then I found that Yamaha made a better car stereo and, well, again, Yamaha made a better house stereo and, and you know, Samsung, for example, makes a better TV or, you know, these are just experiences for the few devices that I touched. Uh, but what I really found and my point here is that, you know, Sony was the de facto top of line but they weren't you know they, they were depicted as the top but it, when it really came to touching the devices as nice as they were as premium as they looked they just they weren't the best so I for me I kind of lost trust in the brand in that mm. front um, of course then on the word trust you can come to more recent times and they have so many outages in their you know their own networks and the movie side and, and and the gaming thing. I think trust really is is lost with this company. That's an hmm. excellent and then, point. Yeah, I didn't is. even think of that. Yeah, I agree. I really didn't even with the hacks and everything like that. Like you know who's you know who's oh wow the hacks. I didn't know we were going to jump into that. I didn't. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't either. But yeah, sorry, I, 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 I didn't want to go there. But point. it's like, important. I didn't even think of it yeah. that way. You know, that, I mean, their name has been also dragged through the mud. It's you know, it's not just the hardware stuff. Just the Sony name. I mean, Sony has been the the subject of so much embarrassment over the last couple of years. 
Well, the it's funny that that we're mentioning the Sony Pictures uh, wing. Uh, I, I just realized when was the last time I watched a Sony Pictures movie and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> it sure as hell wasn't the interview. Holy crap! Or or the new Spider Man. I, I didn't see it. I heard it wasn't that good. So I oh I, the interview you mean? No, the uh, Spider the new Spider Man. Well, they were both they were both pretty terrible. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. So but, I never, you know what? Okay. Never got into I it. I will say I will say okay. Very very much a tangent, but you know, as much as Joe doesn't like the interview, I laughed. I still laughed. I never saw it. Hmm. Um. But yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, it's interesting that you mentioned like the lack of trust. I I don't feel like I've lost that. I guess. I mean, uh, okay. Here we go. Joe's gonna Fan be boy. all like. Ex- <laughs> no, Joe's gonna Joe's gonna be like Mr. Hipster Man again. Like, um, <laughs> I, I I grew up with Sony, and I remember. I, I'm a very nostalgic kind of person, and I absolutely adore what they did back then. And I always look back with very fond memories, like the Sony Ericsson brand. I had the Sony Ericsson T610, the T619, the um, the, the 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 first Walkman phone, the W800, and then when they upgraded it to the Slider Edition, which was amazing, the 850. And I would listen to music on those. Those things were like my lifeline because music really meant a lot to me back then. Still does, but I mean back then. Um, Let's see. We had a Sony big screen TV, the old uh, fat models that had to come with the stand. <laughs> and, and I remember the, those. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we had that for forever. And um, uh, PlayStation 2, um, that was my first foray into like console gaming, like real console gaming, um, because the one I had before that was Nintendo. And then I stuck with mobile after that. Wow. Um, I must be here, way yes. older than I thought. Wait, what was that? What was that? Grushy? I said I must be older than I thought. <laughs> PlayStation Two was your first major foray into into. The I game. know I'm sitting here like NES, SNES. Oh my goodness, I'm more hipster than Josh right now. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? You just reminded me. I, I did have an N64. My bad. Um, I did have an N64 before that, but but the the earliest one that I had was a Nintendo, and then Game Boy became my like my ecosystem after that. Um, okay, so you're you're not completely yeah. Okay. I'm not hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of hope left for you. Okay, <laughs> I do regret. I, my, I, my Nintendo is hooked up in my bedroom right now. Nice. My regular Nintendo. Well, yeah. I do regret not Next having to the Super Nintendo. I do regret not having a Super Nintendo. I will say that much. I never ever owned one. Um, but yeah, it was Nintendo, then mobile, then 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 portable gaming. And then N64 and, and PlayStation 2 after that. Um, My God, you lived a deprived life. <laughs> I know, dude. Holy I, I don't know. I don't know how I could deal without my Super Nintendo. I, like I said, I, I still bust it out from from time to time. Yeah, you know, I, I think Super I, Mario RPG Le- Legend of the Seven Stars. Hell yes, so good. It was made by Square, and it was the last collaboration before they had a falling out, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was until Kingdom Hearts, my, anyway. Well. Well, yeah, but that was a long time later, and uh, yeah, um, I it's absolutely my favorite game. I I've played that game so many times over the years, and I know I'm an adult now, so I should probably be past Mario. But heck, no, uh-uh. Well, my favorite Sorry. my favorite video game character of all time is Mega Man X, and I think I've made that very clear over the last couple of years. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, well, so I had that, and then I moved to the PlayStation Three, obviously. Now I have a PlayStation Four. My Bluetooth uh, extra bass, um, like large form factor uh-huh. headphones are Sony. And, you know, I I don't know. I still have the faith in them. I understand where there are some, some caveats with their products. Like, for example, the Bravio TVs, they really, really up the... The refresh rate on those with their software so much that movement on those TVs looks absolutely fake. Like it's weird how they do that. Yeah. 
Um, I, I agree. And then the PlayStation 4 has its own somewhat issues. Online gaming is not the best for it. The PlayStation 3 looked like a piece of crap. I'm just going to say that out right now. I didn't think that design-wise the PlayStation 3 looked good at all. Which really? Is, uh, yeah. I didn't mind it. It was like this weird bloated mess. Like That's what I thought it looked like. Well, did you have the original PlayStation yeah, I did, 3? Or yeah. the, or the, see, I, had this, I have the... The, the slimmer model oh got it joe's over not, there with not the, his xbox not the, one that looks, not the one that looks like the george foreman grill yeah that's the, exactly that's what that's what the place is like. <laughs> so i mean i i don't know i i i still love sony and it, it pains me to see that mobile is not going to be a big like like future for them i suppose that's what they're thinking but because so many so much of what they've made on aside from just mobile has been so great and and in my opinion continues to be um so, so you you do have a PS4, huh, Andrew? Yeah, I do. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, what are you playing right I, now? I, anyway? Uh, right now nothing. <laughs> it's been it's uh, I bought uh, Dragon Age Inquisition a while ago, and I and then I got far into it, and then I stopped, and then I restarted, and I just finished it finally. Oh, nice. So, but uh, <coughs> since since then nothing. I want to get uh, the uh, new uh, Infamous because Infamous is absolutely my favorite series of all time. That that game, Second Son, right? That one's uh, yeah. that one's on sale. Is it a lot. not good? No, no, no. That is one good. That one's usually Have on sale it? these days. Um, so it shouldn't be that hard to get. Yeah, I, I need to buy it. Uh, because I loved the first the first two. Mm. And uh, see, and I think I think Joe made a perfect point earlier that the PlayStation brand doesn't have a whole lot of competition compared to the mobile brand, and that's why we're able um, to talk yeah, about it at length I like this. So. You know, um, uh, but they, I mean, they they have throughout history. I mean, even when they got started, I mean. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, but I, I as far as the trust thing that uh, Joe mentioned, I still have trust in parts of Sony. That was feisty, uh, bud. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, <laughs> my bad. I'm confused. Okay. I've, been, I've been quiet. Right. You can ignore me. <laughs> All right. Feisty. I am sorry. Feisty's always uh, like just well, the, the moment he jumps in, it's always like. And the, then it's just something insightful and then he's gone. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, He's over there watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off on his VHS player. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. Shh, this is my favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, uh, as far as trust, I, I no longer buy Sony TVs because to me, Sony TVs were the best. And then, kind of like what Feist did mention, yeah, that uh, they were the best. And then I started to realize. You know, they aren't necessarily the best. I just thought they were the best. And I think there was a point where Sony did lose some of its quality in certain aspects. But are, are, the, are they not up there, though? Like, maybe we don't say they're the best, but can't we say they are still one of? Top five. But <laughs> at one point, I would have considered them the best. Uh, now I would say LG is what I, I... All my TVs are LG. Not everyone likes LG. I think LG's TVs are awesome. Uh, Samsung is pretty high up there. Uh, actually, uh which I didn't even know this, is looking at stuff. The highest rated for satisfaction is Panasonic, actually, when it comes to TVs. Oh, uh, okay. Which see, I don't own, know anyone who owns a Panasonic TV, but I do like Panasonic. Now, if you were going to call me a fanboy for any company, it would it would definitely have to be Panasonic. So I'm just, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my tongue right now on the on the. Panasonic I owned a, I owned a tough book in the 90s. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. So I want to say yeah. two quick things on this. Uh, one, I want to make a golf reference. I think of, of Sony as like par for the course and, and that seems to be their target you know and, and when you go play golf you're not shooting for par you want to do better uh, but you know they seem to be happy with with par and then Panasonic is mentioned and you know they're kind of the opposite for me you know growing up Panasonic was kind of considered one of the lower rung guys but the truth is they've got some great gear yeah the opposite guys, of what uh, we're saying about Sony do you guys think that uh, 
that Sony has been uh, kind of living off its legacy? Is that part of the problem, you think? Ooh. That they've, no. you know, they built this big legacy and they've just been kind of coasting on it? I'm going to counter your question with another question. Sure, um, go for it. When, because, like, we think of Sony, like, all the great things that Sony did. You guys noticed yet that, like, all of most of Sony's biggest accomplishments happened before everyone had the internet? And could like go and like explore True. other products. Like, yeah, how many times? Good point. It's yeah. a really good point, actually. I, know. Like, I don't know whether like it's stupid or not because like you think like, oh yeah, you know, the PlayStation One was awesome and the Walkman was awesome, and it's like, and then the internet came and now everything sucks. Like, you know, do you think it's like just people were able to get online and, like? You know, go get cheaper electronics from other places because, like, those other places didn't have the money to, you know, specifically distribute to regions that they didn't have before. Like, I'm with Feisty. Like, when I was a kid, Panasonic was like, ew. You live in, you have Panasonic? What do you live in a trailer park too? Like, like oh, that's God. the way. That, but that was all. It was all word of mouth. Like, there it wasn't like something like you go and look at the reviews and like you know you go to. I'm sorry, The Verge, and like see a Panasonic review and see the reviewer be like, LOL, do you live in a trailer park? No. You know, like you go and you see these reviews for Panasonic and they're actually like really good stuff. And like, well, how come I thought that way when I was a kid? Because that's just what people told you. But now we have the internet and people can pull a much larger and in some cases a much more um, qualified group of people to tell us exactly how good or bad these products are. And maybe, maybe, I'm going to get blasted for this, I know it, maybe Sony <laughs> was a little overrated back then. It, it's possible, mm. but... Just I don't know. That's exactly what I was saying. You know, they were I think it can, I think the company to beat, but their products weren't... Yeah, they were excellent products, but they weren't the best. They Didn't I say that they were the Apple of the uh, <laughs> that they were the alternative <laughs> Apple. So there we go. <laughs> well, I'm just happy you know, that Joe made my old man my old man analogy make perfect sense now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right back. I, I can make all analogies work. Just shoot them out there. I'll, I'll eventually do it. Nice. <laughs> we've we've been we've danced around so many topics here during I this particular. Oh, I love it. This might be this might be my it. yeah. We, this might be my favorite episode so far. <laughs> Yeah, we've kind of went everywhere with this particular topic, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, I think we all have long histories with Sony. I mean, that you have to say. I mean, who hasn't used a Sony product? I mean, maybe you don't have them yeah. now, but I mean, all of us have used probably multiple Sony products. Dude, I was a I Square mean, Enix fanboy growing up, dude. PlayStation 1 and 2 were my crack, and then they dropped the exclusivity and I went over to Xbox. But I mean, dude, if Final Fantasy were still PlayStation only, I would own way more PlayStation things, like for sure. Here's a... Uh, Here's the level of my commitment to Sony at one point. <coughs> I owned a mini disc player. <laughs> oh my god! I owned a mini disc you know player. Josh, I mean, come on, Josh, you can take off the hipster crown and mail it to Grushy. He wins this week. <laughs> you, you could you could walk in with all of like the the 1980s Chuck's references you want. Grushy wins with the mini disc player this week. Nice. That is it was awesome. of the I, week. I thought it was great. I, I you know I. I was like, MP3 suck. This is so much better quality. <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> I have a mini disc player. They're awesome. I can record. I can record things off the radio with this model. I can. Yeah, it was. It was like a hundred. You listen to the radio. It was great. Oh man, yeah, it was awesome. Do you remember that uh, I don't episode even know what of, happened to it. To be honest, uh, the other day I was cleaning though. Uh, I was going through some boxes in the basement, and I found a bunch of mini discs. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I think these go in the trash now. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Oh, that's remember amazing. that moped things you don't want to admit that you owned. <laughs> I, know, right? I owned yeah. one of those too. You want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't own a moped. <laughs> oh man, man you that's reminded funny. me yeah, a buddy of mine just of, took uh, his uh... the Big Bang Theory when, when Sheldon was like, "You're gonna regret buying that iPod when the Zune comes out." Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what your story just reminded me of. Like, wow. <laughs> Which I will say, I went Zune when it came out. I like. Oh, dude, Zune. me too. I, I yeah. had a Zune. Dude, yeah. I just bought a, a Nokia Windows phone because I wanted another Zune. Like, <laughs> right, should, we, should we bring this back to Sony? I will, I will, I will go yeah, ahead sorry. and do that. Um, we are coming up on our last about 15 minutes of the podcast, which brings me to the final question. We have talked about, very fondly at least, of our memories of Sony and of the various products. I think I might have the most Sony products that I'm actually still using now. Um, so knowing what they were able to do with these other sort of industries, uh, is there anything that they could take from there? Or maybe is there anything they can do better in mobile that might make them bounce back a little bit? Um, why don't we start off with Grushy? Wow factor. I said it like five times. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, hashtag Wowie. Hashtag Wowie. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, we met. We kind of touched on some of this PlayStation branding. They could do a lot more with that. Uh, but you know, even just I don't even know this, that that they need to take anything from what they already have. They just need to realize that it is a different category, and that things that may have worked in their other categories don't work with mobile, mm. you know? And I think maybe that's the problem. They've tried to apply, hap, you know, not fully, you know, <coughs> they kind of, you know, like with the PlayStation thing, oh, here's what we're going to do, guys. Uh, here's a PlayStation phone, Xperia Play, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't really do a lot with it. And uh, I think that they just haven't had a clear direction with mobile. I mean, yes, they've had a clear design, and, I, and you know, I think they have a good design language. I said it was getting a little boring, and I, I stand by that, uh, but there's a lot of people who like it, and I still say that their phones look sexy. They just... Uh, and so I think the design language is good, uh, and I think that uh, it's just that they haven't done anything to really shake things up. And, you know, you said that, uh, Josh, you said, you know, there's a market for back-to-basic, and I think there probably is, but... Uh, are they doing enough to market that mark, you know, to market that angle? Mm. Um, I think they're trying to, uh, push this onto Sony fans and I don't think they're doing enough to, to make Sony fans care. I think that probably would be my answer is like, they need to just reach out more. I mean, Having availability across the board is not necessarily something that you need in order to be successful. I mean, look at all these Chinese brands who kind of stick to their own markets, you know. And But if they are going to have at least a phone here, I mean, uh, Z3V, Z3 or Z2S or whatever the, the, the versions were that were on the various carriers, T-Mobile and Verizon in particular, then um, yeah, maybe they should just start. I want to see Sony Xperia commercials on my TV, you know. And uh, I, I want to see marketing. To have, uh, they used to have Sony Ericsson commercials all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they were a bigger deal. You know, they were. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that that would be probably the first place to start. That's at least just my answer. <laughs> that's that's my big thing. You know, because we're we're seeing PlayStation uh, freaking commercials like every day. You know, greatness awaits and stuff like that. So the well, yeah. Has anyone here besides the internet seen any kind of advertisement, magazine, billboard, anything for Sony? Oh yeah, uh, for their mobile, for the mobile. Oh, for mobile. No. Um, for mobile. No, not in America. I have no. not. I have not. Uh, and I think that's part of the problem. Now, you know, we're all we're all from you know, well, uh, 
feisty is Canadian technically, but we're all from the you know, North America, uh, or where we live here anyway. And as uh, I kick feisty so out of the call, and then knock you. <laughs> so we uh, Come on. so we all represent you know a certain angle that may not be accurate. I mean, you know, like when we were talking with Android One, it, it's accurate to our markets, but it may not. You know, some people who are listening to this might be like, well, that's not true here and, you know, wherever they're at. And uh, but just from our perspective, Sony could be doing more here. But uh, what about at home? I mean, because like I said, I think that it's even leaning in, in Japan. So where Sony has historically had a lot of you know weight, a lot of clout. So we need to kind of figure out what are they doing wrong? I mean, are they not advertising there either? Obviously, none of us can answer that because we're not in Japan. But no, sure. There's a failing somewhere. Yeah. And I don't believe that uh, Sony should give up. I don't think they should sell the division. Um, I don't think they should have sold their PC division, personally. But Because uh, I was a big fan of... I had several Vios. Uh, and I was a huge fan of their laptops. I mean, they used to be awesome. I mean, when I was even in college, I mean, Vio was... You know, Mac wasn't hipster cool yet. It was Vio, you know? Mm. That was the hipster <laughs> thing back then. <laughs> you know, all, all the hipster types were going for the Vios back then. Yeah. Because I'm old. It starts uh, with the letter V. That makes it cool. Exactly. <laughs> well, and the logo was kind of cool too. You know. Yeah, it was. I did always want to like, Yeah. They had the cool, uh, the cool netbooks. Like instead of just the boring looking netbooks, they had these like really like thin, like ultra wide, weird ones. And I remember thinking they were the most awesome looking things ever because you know netbooks were awesome apparently for a little while. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a specific angle that I actually want to ask Feisty about, and I'm gonna ask you last. So I, I, uh, I wanted to throw it over to Joe. Um, do what, what do you think that uh, that Sony can do better? I mean, you're the one that doesn't even have much Sony in your house. All right, so here's the thing. Like, um, and this is something that has been kind of like underlined. You know, obviously, I think that the biggest problem is availability. Yeah. And it's not because it's not just like you know in North America because the carriers don't have it, and I'm angry because the Z1s on T-Mobile sucked compared to the Z1. Oh, and, Z1 and, and all that's, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, it's something. It's uh, give me a second. I'm articulating this in my brain right now. Um. <laughs> All right, so Grushy just said that you know he saw those little netbooks and he said they were the coolest little things ever. Grushy, did you own one? No. <laughs> Why not? I wanted to buy one. Uh, they were too expensive. Right. So like, <laughs> it was like eight. I remember they were like they were like seven or eight hundred dollars. Netbooks were like three or four hundred dollars. Yeah, so I exactly. went with some. I went and with some that, crappy Dell. <laughs> right and like you know you look at that and that's the reason why i say that they should be available on carriers because carriers could take that you know because these are all 700 phones anyway there's no different than than samsung and hcc or apple you know but they all you know they're all doing really well because they're on carriers and carriers can subsidize those things turn expensive phones into cheap phones and allow more people to buy them and that's why i think that availability is super important and you know it, like even with their you know that that's the thing that the, the the vibe that I get with Sony phones is, man, that phone looks so great. God, I wish I could buy one. Yeah. And like it, that, that is the big point. The, the, the huge thing that I hear all over the place is, man, that phone is really nice. I wish I could get one. Like my friend bought a, uh, a the, the Z3C that I mentioned earlier, the Z3 Compact, and uh, he bought it used on Swappa. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe it's like an international version or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. They're just, they're just not around. You know, people look at it and go, even if it were on commercials, people would be like, man, I really want to buy that phone. Now, where do I get it? And the answer is cricket, 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 cricket. Because 
no one knows where to get it because it's not available anywhere. Well, you know, I mean, you can you can go to Sony's website and buy them. Yeah, but then but then but, it's yeah, the full for seven hundred dollars. You know, of course, you know, of course, there is the the Z three on T Mobile and there is the Z three V on Verizon, so there is availability. But are they advertised well? I don't no. think so. I bet yeah, it. they go they go hand in hand. I do feel like, um, and and Joe brings up a, a very good point. I think in our history of ever having Sony products, there's never been a budget Sony product ever. No, no, no. It's well, you 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 got the impression that you're, which is kind of what Apple does. You get the impression that it's worth the money because it's the best, even if it's not really the Mm. best. It's we've been told it's the best, and uh, you know, even back then, I have a I have a fond memory of Sony stuff too. But was it necessarily the best? No, there were other good stuff, but we were conditioned to it. It was the brand that we knew to trust, and I still think Sony builds good products in many ways. Uh, But uh, it came down to the fact that. you know, we were willing to pay that amount, but I think consumers and the internet probably has contributed to that. Consumers aren't willing to pay that anymore. They would rather, you know, uh, this might only last me four years instead, you know, if it's a TV or whatever, instead of seven or, but pff, that's fine. I just saved $400. Yeah, I guess so. You know, and I think, and I guess, you know, we could not to go political, but we could, you know, blame the economy on some of it too, I suppose. <laughs> Sure. You know? um, so it's good that you mentioned it the way that you did, uh, Greshi, because uh, Feisty, you mentioned right before our podcast, uh, we, we were sort of discussing how we were going to tackle the topic that you brought up Android TV. And what I wanted to put out there was uh, you can, you can of course, go into what you think Sony can do better for their mobile division. But I just wanted to pose this idea. If uh, Sony at CES made it clear that they're going to go all in with Android TV for all of their Bravia uh, sets, and this is just pretty much pure Android TV we're looking at, they, they just injected Google's own operating system and interface into their TVs. Do you think that could be a route that they would take with mobile? What if they went all in with Google and just made Android, stock Android, what they do and kind of kind of cut their losses, cut their costs when it comes to their proprietary operating system. Do you think that going all in with Android on their Xperia lines might help? That is a tough one to answer. Um, it, it certainly, I think it would help a lot if they also introduced lower end phones. As long as they're going to continue to to promote themselves as as having premium phones, I think they have to have their own OS to, to match that premium nature. You can, I mean, the, all of the budget phones, sorry, I'm going to make some generalizations here, but the budget phones run pure Android. The mm-hmm. premium phones run a premium experience Android. So I guess the the philosophy uh, from the TV division probably wouldn't help the mobile division, you think? Uh, again, uh, I'll, I'll speak to the hardware here. I, there's definitely room for them to grow. I mean, we look at Samsung over the last three, four years, they skyrocketed to the top because they had the gamut of, of devices. They had low-end stuff that you know could make the bulk of their sales, and then they had the high-end stuff that you know brought up the the appeal of the line mm. um, but the, again the sales came from the lower to mid-range devices uh, now of course the, the bigger devices sold as well but i mean the bulk of their their income came from the lower devices and sony just doesn't have those um, so you know borrowing from the android tv going to a pure android there's room but not on their current hardware platforms okay. and this speaks so f- sorry go on so feisty, I have a question for you. Yeah, um, the Moto X is not premium to you at all. It's it's not uh, the new Moto X. 
uh hardware wise with, with, yes with its decent specs with its uh metallic edging with uh its customization leather back i consider that pretty premium i'm not trying well, to well I mean, that you know, doesn't run and, exactly stock android either there's a mo- there's a moto skin close. oh just because the skin is thin doesn't mean it's not there I have to say, well, I, the... I've got the Google Play Edition Moto G and the Motorola software. Mm-hmm. I'm missing. I hate missing it. I can't even install it. And, and so, even if it is thin, like Joe says, it is missing. And uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, that's still and basically stock with edition. Also, also there's, before there's the, no... the Nexus Warriors all like in the listening audience, before anybody like blows up, premium does not mean better, folks. Premium means like bonus extra, you know, stuff. More expensive. Not necessarily, yeah, more expensive, exactly. <laughs> it does not mean better, so, you know, is, we're not saying that, like, you know, that the, the, the Sony UI or the TouchWiz is better, but it is, in fact, premium by definition. Sorry, go ahead, Gretchen. Fine, then the Nexus then the Nexus 6 isn't premium? Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. By this definition? No, Apparently no, it not. isn't. Uh, but... Even though it has metallic, you know, you know, the design, and it's, I don't know, I guess, I feel like stock doesn't have anything to do with it, and I... I think that uh, that was kind of my point earlier is that I think that uh, Sony hasn't lot, brought a lot of extras to its skin, uh, and so it's closer to stock, but it still looks different. So the purists, the people who like Nexus, myself, um, that's not necessarily what they want, and it's not necessarily what the people who are looking for you know advanced features want either. And so I absolutely am a, at a different side of you. I think that they could benefit completely from not going pure stock, but going to a really, really light skin. <laughs> same icon, same design, just a few extra apps. A real PlayStation app that has real streaming. And just go to the... Basically, scale down their software and focus on the things that Sony could do well with. You know, better PlayStation branding, better a better Walkman music app, that kind mm. of stuff. All right. Uh, did you have anything else you want to add, Feisty, before uh, we... Yes, absolutely. Sorry. No, no, no problem. That, I mean, that's a great point of view where... Uh... Uh, I, I guess Android is at that point now where the OS versus, you know, the pure versus the skins is, uh, you know, it's blurring that line of of the lower end versus the higher end, which, which is good. I, I like that. And thank you. Good rebuttal. Uh, but going back to our actual question of today is, you know, part of it was that, that Sony wants to take less risks and they want to focus on the markets where they think they'll see growth. You know, the thing is, for me, is... I think they can make that growth if they seek it out. Don't look for the markets where they can make growth. Just go out there and make it. Um, and that goes specifically for mobile. I mean, they're they're focusing on one type, the kind of the premium device where they think they can make an impact, where really they just need to go all in, spend money to make money, if you will, and just, you know, do it, own it. They own PlayStation. They've you know, they, they'll go upside down on that brand if, if they had to. Uh, it's theirs, they own it, and they're doing great in the, in the, in the gaming market. Uh, but, you know, they're hesitant. They need to take, as opposed to them saying they want to take less risks, I think they need to take more risks. And that will help them out overall in any division, not just mobile. All right, great. Well, I think that is a pretty good note to go ahead and start closing off our show here. I'll go ahead and go into my little intro, uh, outro, I should say. Um, remember to listen to the Friday Debate Podcast every single week on, of course, Friday, using all of the different uh, applications that you use to access the podcast channels. Uh, you have iTunes, Stitcher, and like I said before, Pocket Cast. Um, and uh, I want to thank our co-hosts once again, Joseph Indy, Andrew Grush, and Jonathan Feist. Today we talked about Sony and where things 
may have gotten a little sour with their mobile division because it's become clear that Sony is not going to, as they said, take risks as much anymore in the mobile division, uh, which for a couple of us may have made us a little bit sad or it may have made sense to a couple of us. Me, personally, I thought that I always have faith in Sony and uh, personally, I do, call, I, do, I do take a little bit of sadness from that particular piece of news, but we went at length here and we also kind of went on tangent, off tangent for a little bit in the middle. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. That was certainly the, mo- the, the most fun I've had on the Friday Debate podcast thus far. But nonetheless, keep it tuned to Android Authority for our podcast and for all of our content. Uh, Joe, Andrew, Jonathan, and myself are all available on social media websites, including Google Plus and Twitter. And if you want to know where those links are, you can head over to the AndroidAuthority.com page for the Friday Debate podcast to find those links easily in the description below the podcast player. Uh, from there, I think that we're good to go. This is the Friday Debate Podcast, episode number five, discussing topics in Android every week. Once again, guys, let's go ahead and just sign off as we usually do. Thank you guys so much for listening and for watching on YouTube. And remember to drop us some likes on our videos on our YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't already and head over to AndroidAuthority.com because we are your source for all things Android. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. That was really awesome. Yeah, that was a good episode. Agreed. Mm-hmm.